and welcome to a bonus episode of the Becoming Fully Human podcast. I'm coming to you today with a few words of encouragement, um, a pep talk, if you will. And I share this today because today I'm feeling really good amidst the current global situation and I thought maybe there's some of you out there that aren't feeling so good or need a bit of a virtual hug. And to be honest, I might have to listen to this myself at some stage. Although I've been pretty rooted in my body and anchored in my truth, it's not easy to be navigating these times. And I have to say, these are not unprecedented times. Um the energy, if you will, on the planet at the moment is heightened, but it has been heightened like this many times in the past. And in fact, it is heightened to this degree in many ways, whether or not we're going through a global pandemic. And I thought I would share for you um, my own tool that basically keeps me yeah, anchored in my body and on track. And what I mean by on track is is having inner peace because there's always chaos. That's the thing is there's always going to be chaos in the world because life is fraught with uncertainty. We might feel at the moment that the plans we had are interrupted by a global situation when in reality, our plans are our stories that we tell ourselves and outcomes that we cling to. And it is that attachment to needing certainty that brings us misery in our life. And that's not to diminish what's happening in the world right now, but we are constantly experiencing loss. We are constantly experiencing change. People die. We go through breakups. We lose our jobs and all these Things that we relied upon for certainty, for safety, are constantly being taken from us. So my my experience with this pandemic, to be honest, has been an incredible gift. And probably more so my more recent breakup has been the biggest gift of my life because it is taking me to hell and back. It is taking me to the depths of my own shadow. It has made me very aware of all the ways in which I navigate the world in a way that isn't serving me. And through the pain of, for me specifically, the breakup, I have been gifted such clarity. And I thought maybe that wisdom would help inspire you through challenging times, be it the global situation or an individual hardship. So here it is. It's operating from alignment, operating from integrity. It is rooting yourself in your body and trusting the wisdom that your body knows what is best for you. This is like a very concrete tool in which you can navigate life through it is sitting with yourself and asking your body like all the sensations in your body you can look at it in the way your shoulders sit in the way that you're breathing in the way that you might feel tight or 
expansive in your heart, in your throat, in your gut. When we honor our body's wisdom and actually operate from that place of integrity, life flows exactly as it's meant to. That is surrender. That is flow. We have these attachments to outcomes that we think we need, we think we want. But the dance of life for me, everything becomes clear when you just honor what is true for you. And understanding that truth is subjective. My truth, your truth, your parents' truth, your children's truth, your friend's truth, your enemy's truth. Everyone has a different perspective. But your only duty is to honor what is true for you and position yourself towards the greatest degree of good that you can imagine knowing that you're going to make mistakes along the way and that is the gift of the human experience you get to realign yourself every time you make a decision that doesn't feel good in your body you get to realign yourself into slight it could just be one percent to the left for some people it might be a 180 it that depends how much you've deviated from integrity essentially from the day you were born And this is not your fault. This deviation is like it's cultural constructs, it's transgenerational trauma, it's fear, it's conditioning, it's being subject to marketing and and commercialism and patriarchy and colonialism and the governments, you know, we, we grow up in an environment where we're being told that people and institutions are taking care of us. And then at some stage we realize that they're taking care of themselves. And so we're at a point in our own history. Again, history repeats itself. This is not unprecedented, but we're being given the opportunity here and now to sit with ourselves and say, what is true for me? What is important for me? Where do my values lie? And then surrendering to life as it's going to unfold in divine timing when you are in alignment that can be very scary for many people because it might mean losing a romantic partner it might mean losing a job it might mean having to move to a different country but when you operate from that place of integrity and truth you find inner peace there's so much pressure at the moment to cave to what people around us expect of us. One example is how you interact on social media, what you speak about, what you don't speak about. If you're, you know, positioning yourself as a pro this or an anti that, people are always going to judge you. People are always going to be not okay with how you present yourself to the world. So by just presenting what is authentic, authentically you, you get freedom, you get inner peace. If you're to any degree catering to the audience, this is something I learned at the very beginning of my writing career, that you should never write for the audience because the audience, there's always going to be someone giving you the one-star rating. There's always going to be someone giving you the five-star rating. So at the end of the day, you have to go to bed at night laying with your own thoughts, with your own body, with your own somatic experiencing. And inner peace only happens when you are in alignment with what, when what you feel in your body is what you speak, 
when you when your thoughts your words and your actions are in alignment that's why all these you know very popularized figures like gandhi say that they're they were at most they were most free in prison because the only true prison is the prison of your own mind so if you're censoring filtering catering to what is outside of yourself you are always going to be a prisoner because you're not actually operating from a place of truth and if you're not operating from a place of truth who can you trust if you yourself aren't speaking and thinking and behaving in a way that is what you're like that is coming from authenticity then who else are you supposed to trust in this world if you can't actually trust yourself? And yes, it's scary to do that because our whole society is rooted in a lie. Like look no further than all the divide that's going on around us right now. You can see politicians giving speeches shaking in their skin because there's a disconnect between what they know to be true as a human being and what is coming out of their mouth, what policies are being implemented. You can see it in the eyes of medical doctors who took a Hippocratic oath to do no harm and are pushing an agenda because they're afraid of losing their jobs. That operating from that place harms you. It deeply harms you there is there's scientific research proving this but you don't need the science to know that when you're not operating from integrity you feel like shit so i invite you to get more still and and hear what your body has to say this can be a huge process for someone who's been dissociated for a very long time and this is extremely common because we are all experiencing degrees of trauma from childhood from transgenerational experiences from past life experience but i invite you to prioritize regulating your nervous system really slowing down and listening to your body and asking if if nothing else was interfering with with the perception i have of my truth how do I feel? Like, how do I feel about this? How do I want to navigate the, what is true for me? Like, get really clear on your authentic code, on what your values are. And know that unless your values are tested, you'll never truly know where you stand. What a gift to be challenged by people. Because then you get to sit with yourself and say, hey, how important is this issue to me? And Am I willing to leave a marriage because of my value of myself and my truth? Am I willing to let go of a job because I know what my truth is? And when you have such a strong anchor in your own body and it's such like reverence for your own truth, nothing phases you anymore because you, tr- you have this like relationship with life. Whereas so long as I'm honoring me, nothing can go wrong. You trust the outcomes with, without attachment to specific, um, with, without attachment to specific outcomes. Your only duty is to be authentic. Ima- like sit with that for a second. We're always trying to, you know, and to a degree, it's it's. I mean, it's heavily. It's bullshit, really, when we try and 
tailor who we are to fit in the mold of society's expectations for us, our partner's expectations for us, our employer's expectations for us. What about your own bar? What about your own expectation for self? What if your only responsibility in this human life was to honor what is true for you? Knowing that that is going to oscillate and as you have experiences, you have to constantly pivot. Oh, okay. I used to believe this. Then I had this interaction. And now when I when I tune into my body, mm, my throat tightens up. When I said that, my heart tightened up. What might that mean? And give your pain a voice. If you feel something that doesn't sit well in your body, give it a voice. If you feel pain after you said something, what is that pain telling you? If my pain had a voice, what would it be telling me? What does this pain have to say? What does my anger have to say? And how can that inform my realignment to self? So yeah, I felt like I had to express that because I've been having these conversations over and over with so many friends and with myself internally. And Really, I find freedom from this concept. So if any of it resonates, feel free to run with it. Try it. I mean, we... On this spiritual path, on the quest for integration and um, growth, we tend to abandon the body in favor of like higher realms, in favor of things that are actually quite disconnected from what it truly means to be spiritual. Spirituality to me is oneness, oneness of the mind and the body, integration of the mind and the body. And the wisdom that our body stores, it actually leaves me speechless. Coming back to the body and actually finding love and respect for this incredible human body that we were given we are spirits having a human experience so this vessel that you were given is your compass listen to your heart listen to the the somatic knowing that your cells like your cells are communicating with you at every moment which is why stillness which is why really calming the nervous system because that's another issue we can think something's intuition When in fact, it's conditioning. So it's a practice. Find things, write out a really long list of things that calm your nervous system, that make you feel relaxed. Do more of that. And when you're in that state of relaxation, ask your body what's up. If you're confused about a situation, tune in. And from that place, in my experience, you find freedom. Freedom.